0: This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com.
1: Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Caves. And this is Advantage.
0: Stands there at the front of the tent. Her arms are crossed. She clearly looks pissed. I need to hear this full story. We all do. Stand up here and give us a full account of where you've been.
2: All right. Where do you want us to start? So you left
0: us at Cork Faux Parts Place in Delve Deep. Then
2: what? Then uh, we went to that uh, that tunnel highway and we had some coffee, if I remember correctly. At least one of us did. I think Auric did get some coffee. Oh, right? my God. Coffee was had. Um, yep. Yep. And then, uh, and then we ran. In. She's clearly rolling her eyes with that level of detail. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll hurry it up. So then we went to a factory where there's a strike happening. I can vouch for that, says Tarkus. And then we got the skiff that you saw outside. We were just talking about it.
0: Next, be he raises her hand.
2: Yep. And then we flew to the Asher Keep, and then we hung out there for wait, a while. We saved. Wait. Uh,
0: Why? You're already in Hauderam why uh why did you
2: leave because we needed to save try lieutenant colonel try who is this person uh she was instrumental in saving um the new east italians whenever they were in letras from being killed by the tempest oath so we felt like we owed her one by coming to help us out she was put on trial for abandoning her post going A-Wall, which was kind of her fault because she could have just said, hey, I'm going to go do this thing, and but she didn't. That's not here hearing there. Regardless, she was being court-martialed and we went there to to help provide legal defense or whatever. And while we were there, we also happened to go to the Springwood because I wanted to go there. Go on? Because of some family stuff. Uh, and I figured while we were in the neighborhood, we might as well go ahead and get that off the to-do list. <sighs>
0: Right, um, so explain the family stuff then.
2: Uh, so there's this puzzle box uh, that I've had since I was a little baby. and not fun. fun. Huh? Fun. Yeah. Um
0: a little toy from when you were little. Great. Yes.
2: And I found out fairly recently, like a couple months ago, that I needed a family signet ring to open it, and I've really wanted to open this puzzle box for a really long time. So I figured, where is this family signet ring? Probably in the Springwood. Um But, at the same time, the Springwood doesn't like Half-Elf, so it was like a whole thing.
0: So you went to AWOL because you wanted to play with a toy.
2: Hmm. Well, when you put it like that, it doesn't sound as good. But, regardless, we we got that whole situation figured out and found out what was in the puzzle box, and that was awesome. Um, And now we're back. You
0: skipped a lot there. So do me the favor. Explain... What happened with the well, toy? I
2: was I was going into detail, and then you said that it was too much detail. So now I'm trying to give less details. What What do you What? Okay. So we went to the Springwood. We got the puzzle box opened, um, mm-hmm. and inside was a part of a telescope, which we could only assume was part of the attached to the big telescope in the Wizard's Tower of the Azure Keep, of the the Weavers Guild, top big telescope i'm sure you've heard of it it's fine um i don't know what you're talking about but go on sure uh so we attached the little part to the telescope um and then we put out this little piece of cloth pointed it to the celdrum bow and then we got on the cloth and then we, whew, we teleported to the celdrum bow and what was in the celdrum bow korlon great uh, so you met a god yep we did. We met a god. Then what? Um, and then they uh, asked us to help with um, some stuff. What kind of stuff?
0: At this point, Kelly Orlick is clearly like pacing the front of the tent, and everybody else is giving her some serious space. Like The, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. rest of the tent mm-hmm. is crowded into the back.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted us to help with the Great Scuffle, because they don't like orcs. Who does? And they would like the Pandaminion.
0: Your are best friends of the Pandaminion now, yeah
2: And so to do that, we had to get a thing that could hold a lot of arcane energy. And to do that, we had to go to another star system where Morden is. Um, you went to Celestia? The Celestia.
0: Doesn't even know the name of Morden's star. Look, I'll let other people tell the
2: story if they want to tell the story.
3: Aric takes this moment to kind of walk up and like scoop the battery off of Grimton like without asking and like is there like a table or something in front of us? Sure.
0: Right there in the middle is a a card table pretty much. Sure and
3: just sets it down and goes okay listen we did a lot of stuff but the end result and why this was all so apparently important in our worlds was this thing and this thing is a Big, unimaginably powerful repository of arcane energy.
2: In fact, currently inside it is all of the magical power of the God Blinder.
3: We've been so evasive because we're terrified of the amount of power this thing has, and we don't really know
2: what is best to do with it. I think we just need to kind of experiment with it a little bit, but we haven't really had the time. Um... Like, really, we just got to figure out, like, what we can do with a bunch of arcane energy, like just raw, physical arcane energy. The, the point here is that we saw two main reasons to do this.
3: A, we didn't want this level of power in someone else's hands who might could hurt us. And there is the potential to use it in our current situation. So... Mm-hmm. It it did take us from what we were doing, but it was important. And it, it becomes clear at that moment that Alric is not talking to everyone. Um Like specifically
0: to Callie or to well, like, Briston.
3: Like like it's it's one of those things where there's a subtext here. Like Alric is sure. not like looking at Briston, but like It's become pretty clear that this was a personal explanation, and that Auric was very
2: tired of just all the nonsense that's around this. So yeah, long story short, we've got a powerful magical item right here that will potentially help us solve all of our problems. Like, for example, we want to blow up Moldo Keep, right? So like, Great! Huh? Great! Well- Great. Uh, do you want me to finish? My, okay, fine. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll worry about no, it. No, keep it going. So we wanna we wanna blow up Moldo Keep, right? Like we have this power in this battery, right? And it, it connects to a hose. Say we connect the hose to the Warforge 4G thing. We just blow a bunch of arcane energy into it and blow it up. Easy peasy, done. We could do that probably.
3: That probably right there is doing a lot of work, because we don't know
2: exactly how powerful this yeah, is but we also don't know because no one here can tell me when we're actually going to moldo keep so if we're going like a month from now i can do a month of figuring out how to work with the battery and then we'll know how it works are we going if we're going to the moldo keep tonight then maybe we won't know how the battery works And we won't be able to use it to help anything. Who knows? All I'm doing is I'm trying to get answers, you're trying to get answers, and we're all trying to work together. So can we please do that and stop being mad at us? Because we're here now and we're here to help. The room is silent.
0: And it continues to be silent, but I can't just not speak because we're recording (laughs) and that's just bad radio. But the room is silent. Ulrich in a much quieter,
3: more addressing the crowd now, or crowd, the everyone there. I'm scared. We're a little scared. This got us all in a lot farther over our heads than I think we planned for. And there's just a lot. And we're sorry that this is what we did. But I don't see
0: anything else we could have done. All real raises his hand. Why didn't you just tell someone where you were? And now I want everybody before you enter, I want everybody to give me an insight check. Uh twelve.
2: Eleven.
1: Oh, what's my insight? Fourteen. Twelve.
0: Arik, Grimton, and Morlinda. When Auril speaks, you look at him and you see on whom his eyes are looking. He's asking the question to the lot of you, but his eyes are looking at Briston, and you understand that he is asking for Briston. Auric, you know that Auril is asking. You. It just.
3: It all happened really fast. And it was terrifying and. Awe inspiring. I mean, I don't necessarily have the best opinions of the gods, but, like. The Astral Sea is the Astral Sea. And their domains are. Something else. The. The import. Of what we were doing and the immediacy and the urgency of it pushed out anything else from our brains and like that was it that was the whole world for a little bit and that's not by way of excuse it's just how it happens sometimes if you're not like when you're in a thing when you're in something that takes all of you The things that are outside of that Are outside of that Until you can return to not Having something that is taking all of your attention
0: Herrick Who has heard this story for the first time Like he I don't think he's even gotten like a a single hint Or a tease Of where y'all have been Herrick stands What did the Red Capes gain from this excursion of yours Done on Red Cape time Time we could have been finding my brother. Unreasonable power.
1: A way to potentially bring down Maldo Keep and stop the Warforge production, which is going to help in overthrowing Gray Sunder.
3: I mean, I don't. None of us really understand the level of sheer energy that this has, but I think (laughs) it has the capacity to do more
0: than just Maldo Keep. Which is part of what scares me. B also raises her hand and says, Also the skiff.
3: Yeah, we can fly now. Well,
2: well, I feel like what I'm taking away from this conversation is that in the future, we can, we'll can, we all just do a better job of communicating. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know what's up, and then that'll avoid all these
1: hardships in the future. I'm glad you're going to do that. Oh, I'm right.
0: Gramly says, uh, if you weren't going to go on the Princess mission, then why did you sign up
2: for it? We
0: were. not going to
1: go on the Princess we, mission. We fully intended
0: to. But you didn't, though. You immediately left, and you went to the Azure Keep in the Pandaminion. Mm-hmm.
2: Why didn't you just have A-Team do it? We were, we were on our way. To be honest... I don't know why we came back before we did the princess thing. Well, this is I don't really... like
1: on the way to back towards Hawarum, isn't it? I
2: mean, Pretty I much. understand that, but we have a flying skiff. I don't know why we didn't just fly back to Hauerum. Um, well, we
1: saw them there just twiddling their thumbs. We were like, oh, surely they must have done their thing. Let's go check in. But it turns out, no, they haven't done their thing either. So they're like, why are you mad at us? You haven't haven't done your thing either.
2: So, if you want, we can go, and we'll take the flying skiff, and we'll go to Horror Room right now. Callie shakes her head. And we'll go get the princess. Nope. And then we can come back, and we can all do moto-keep together.
0: You're here now. The Warforged are gone. The troops already moved
1: out. This is a really weird way of asking for our help,
0: Callie. (laughs) I'm not asking for your help. You owe us. How are we gonna break into Maldo Keep?
1: All right, from what Herrick's told me, we can't go in through the aqueducts. Like, they shored that up. Aye,
0: they did. To the rest of you, this is the first time that you've heard of an aquifer adventure in relationship to Maldo Keep.
3: Yeah, while we're just like spilling some tea, Grimton, exp- explain what you know already about Maldo Keep here. Like, let's get the rundown.
1: So what we know is that they, they do have an aquifer system. That's how we got in the first time. It's hot down there. They use it, the steam to power things, but you, we had some wizards and artificers craft potions for us that would make us withstand the heat long enough to get into Maldo Keep. We came up through the well. Uh, obviously well fortified. I mean, there's big walls and... Defensive towers on every corner, so we're not just gonna march into Maldo keep. We came up through the ground. There's subterranean levels there. The bottom one, that's where the Insulin Chamber is. Or at least, you know, I've never seen it, that's where I'm pretty sure it is. While we were doing our thing, you know, the Ormains, myself, Callie, and Artolan, who, you know, may more than be with her wherever she is we, we failed okay uh, we brought explosives tried to detonate them we got caught there were more people there than we realized we were trying to get out echo tried to cause a diversion for us run into the chamber and try to complete the mission while we try to get away that's the last time we saw him once we it to the surface levels it was chaos and we just try to get out but below the ground there are quarters for everyone there, you know, their chambers. There's also prisons.
0: So if we can't use the aquifer, we can't break in through the well. How are we gonna do it this time? What tools do we have? What tools did you bring us? Well, besides, you know, clearly the battery or whatever it is you want to call that.
1: As Snakesby pointed out, we can fly now. I mean, through the skiff, and also, I mean, magically, we have a wizard. You
0: can fly, says Callie, looking at you, Alaris. Uh, I I can, yes. You sound, like you have a
1: question?
2: Um, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, flying seems like it'd be fine.
1: We can also just teleport in there. We have magic items and the means to do that now. That's Just true. Things we didn't have access to before. And I mean, myself and the or mains, we know what the layout of the keep is. We can basically, if we get close enough, try to teleport exactly where we need to be.
2: Is there a way to teleport a bunch of people at the same time?
0: <laughs> yes, says Takis. But it's gonna take a lot of setup. And for at least the the ritual that i'm thinking of he says i need to set up something inside the keep as well so if you can get me in there with enough advance and enough stealth i could
2: set that up for you
1: historically my stealth isn't the best but i'm sure it can be worked out
2: basically what you're saying is you can like set up some sort of like I assume teleportation circle or whatever. Right, the hard, um,
0: yes, but the hardest part about that is not only do I need to be there to complete the uh, the, the second half of that, because I also got to set it up on our end here, mm-hmm. that's easy, um, but that teleportation circle also needs not be caught.
2: Yeah, so it doesn't get messed with.
0: Correct. Or rigged so that they come here and kill us here. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So probably don't want to put the teleportation circle like in the base. That doesn't seem (laughs) smart. We probably want to put like somewhere else.
0: It does not come recommended. I would not recommend that route. Yeah. Um. Now I do have spells that I could like. I don't know. Say charge something else with like if you have uh some sort of um enchantment thing that i could enchant with uh other
1: spells a single youth spell uh that would be doable we do have a means for that i mean thanks to our little excursion corallon did gift us among other things uh this ring of spell holding
0: what else did corallon gift you
1: me personally that was it but i mean they got other stuff he said motioning generally to the um, the party. I got some paints. You get some nice watercolors there, did you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I got a new sword.
1: He, he, oh, he also gave me a grappling hook. It's, like, really fast. Uh,
0: Callie says, motioning to the crates and stuff, we have heath-resistant potions, because we plan to go through the, the aquifer, and we've got a uh, remote arcane detonator and 10 mining charges. Uh, Grimton, you can tell uh, without an inside check that they were just gonna try to do the exact same thing that didn't work the previous time. Grimton, why don't you explain to your party what exactly the inside of the keep might look like? Okay. Or perhaps We all go take a trip out to the crag to look at it ourselves and see if we can find some inspiration.
1: Let's step outside.
0: Yeah.
4: To the crag. Smash cut.
0: (laughs) From above, looking down into the valley, you see the Maldo Keep is a parallelogram of high walls filled with battlements and towers. Its symmetry is a testament to dwarven architecture and castimentation. Carts going into the keep with goods must first pass through one of two double portcullis barbican on opposite sides of the keep. Then the cart would be led down a high bailey between the inner and outer curtain walls, which are riddled with machicolations and flanking towers. And finally, you see, the cart must pass through a second double portcullis gatehouse in order to reach the inner bailey. In the center of the yard is the tall donjon tower, the central keep. It rises high above all the other features, providing overwatch with batteries, ballista, crossbow snipers, and spell slingers. Grimton, you see the billowing clouds rising up from the large chimney and the donjon, and you know their cause. Maldo Keep sits on a geothermal fissure into the realm of elemental steam. It's what helps drive the workings of the warforged factory down below the surface, if not even the warforged themselves.
2: Could Mm -hmm. Takas and I teleport into one of these areas and build the teleportation circle inside?
0: Interesting suggestion.
4: Sounds really risky.
0: When we went on our first expeditions re-exploring the aquifers, we discovered that there are both uh, physical barriers to getting down there and also teleportation barriers for hacking in there. uh, with Arcana. And I'm sure that the defenses of Muldo Keep did not begin with the well, but that level of arcane shield is around the entire castle. I'm not sure that one could teleport in there.
1: Do you think the source of that protection is coming from the Like, the Spell Slinging Towers themselves, or underground
0: somewhere. Certainly the Spell Slinging Towers provide overwatch. But, I would say that there's more of an inherent defense to the Keep.
1: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. There's... There's gotta be a way that we can get next B. to fly the Skiff... Over the chimney and possibly just lower us down without anybody noticing.
0: All of you, look down into the valley at the keep and watch clouds of steam spill up out of the chimney
2: and go into the
1: chimney and work our way down the dungeon into the subterranean levels.
2: How much do these potions of like heat resistance resist heat?
1: You've probably been through worse.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Callie definitely laughs at that and said, "We've been assured that it's immunity to fire damage.
2: Whatever that means. I'm no alchemist." All right, fair enough. Yeah, sure. Uh so I I feel like we all we need now is Grimton's favorite invention of the last 5,000 years. At least, way longer than that. 10,000 years. Briston,
0: Herrick, and Gramley all look at each other, somehow the three of them, and say it together.
1: Rope. rope yeah, <laughs> couldn't be anything else. But remember the fast rope,
4: too. Oh, that's like upgraded rope.
1: All of us
0: then go immediately to the cells, says Briston, asking
2: about his brother. Okay, I have three questions, I think. <laughs> I. All right, one. Where are the cells? Are they down the cargo elevator?
0: I would imagine, says Callie, I'd imagine that the elevators connect the entire fortress. We came up the cargo elevator last time, but did not go down. We never made it to any of the other levels besides the factory level and the ground level. Okay,
2: how many levels are there? I don't know. I cannot remember how many buttons that there were on the elevators. Fair enough. Does blowing up the chimney have an adverse effect on Warforge production?
0: Herrick, who's the most experienced in like mining production and the uh, mechanics of that, shakes his head. No. It's just exhaust. It's just making sure that the exhaust from the steam gets out.
2: Out of uh, a pressurized system. So going through the chimney is really just a means of getting to the elevators.
1: Right.
0: No, I think that going through the chimney would be a means to get to the factory level.
2: Okay, so we go through the chimney to the sub. So we bypass the elevator and just go deeper down the chimney. And work our way up, yes. Can we, like, not just follow the chimney all the way to the, like production area if the chimney's blowing off the fumes of the production thing and if we're immune to fire why can't we just keep following the chimney for like however long it takes to get to where we need to go
1: i mean that's what we're doing but also like one of the primary objectives is to get echo out
2: i understand that but that's squad that a, that's a squad's job b squad is there to cause a distraction and by causing the distraction hopefully halt the warforged production
0: Next B holds up her five-fingered hand. Mm-hmm. I can only carry five people at a time, and one of them's me.
2: Right. Yeah, that's why I said we're going to cause a, distra- a distraction.
0: Okay, so you you want to go to uh, B-Squad is what we're calling it? B-Squad yes. wants yeah. to go down
2: first? Yeah, B-Squad goes down the chimney mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. to cause the distraction sure. by blowing some stuff up. If we cause a big enough distraction, then Squad A might be able to go the way that they want to go which is through the well or whatever
0: whoa 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 whoa, whoa. what how do we go through the well,
2: well what did you do last
0: it, that is that is how we went in last time but how how do we do it now because we've already said that it's been barred off magically and physically
2: mm. well then um hmm
1: i think if you know we make it down and we cause a big enough destruction or distraction and possibly destroy parts, if not the whole installing chamber. Marge winks. Whilst that is happening, if you need to use this grappling hook, there's no faster way to scale a wall than to just throw ah, it. and
2: they can just scale the wall and just go over it.
0: And just do that. So B-Squad is causing a distraction. What does a distraction look like? Destruction. Blowing shit up. How are we talking... Blowing shit up, she says, pointing at the battery.
4: Uh, well, maybe not, because we want to make sure that folks make it out. But we could still be pretty distracting.
1: Yeah, I echo. Uh, we do have ten yeah. minor so, charges to play with.
2: Also, uh, question number four. Um, How many soldiers, how many troops are stationed at Moldokeep? Keep? At all times, like if if the Warforged Army has all the moose then who's there now? Active combatants, right? From my understanding, most
1: of
0: the physical soldiers of the army have begun their phase out. It is primarily run by Warforged at this point. The Keep. Mm-hmm. Now I saw every single Warforged that could have been stationed at the Keep on the move just a few days ago and since then it is only flesh and blood dwarves that i've seen patrolling the walls and towers i do not know how many it takes to muster up a full skeleton crew for the keep but it is substantially less than what it certainly could be
2: Mm -hmm. i I was just wondering if like worse comes to worse like how many people are we talking about fewer than a hundred fewer than a hundred but more than 40 more than one.
4: <laughs> more than five? Probably. More than 20?
0: <laughs> Who knows?
2: <laughs> we don't even know how many levels there are. So, like, is there not any way we can get more intelligence before we do this? Or do we just need to, like, go do it? Like, if, if, we're, if what we've got is what we've got, and we just got to go with what we got, then we might as well just do it.
1: Alaris, you would have been a great revolutionary in a different life. Or maybe in this one
2: i'm just saying that if the warforged are gone there's a skeleton crew you're right it's the time to go and all it doesn't sound like we're gonna have much to go on to actually make an actual plan so we might as well just see what happens wow. and if it doesn't work then we'll try to leave
1: mm. yeah what
0: could go wrong callie's uh. eyebrows are very raised and very
2: cautious. Well, Kelly, what's the plan then?
0: What I'm saying is that you can have three things happening all at the same time. Right. Or stagger it and have things happening off screen. Um, yeah. So like you can trust that other stuff is happening. right? Or you do your job
2: and then hopefully the timing works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what's the... But what's our job?
0: You did come here with a big bomb.
2: Yeah, but I don't like. But we don't know how it works. It, you know? We wouldn't
4: want to test the big bomb until we know that all the folks are out. Like, I wouldn't even want to risk, like, minor destruction.
2: Well, the thing is, is I don't think I'm afraid to use it. it there's a difference between do we have to do this like right now? Like, are we? Like, we need to make a plan and go, or is this like, we need to make a plan and we have like a couple days of like, you know, actually planning it, or there's, there's a difference there, right? Oh,
0: like, are we talking an hour or are we talking 48 hours? Yeah. yeah
3: like, do, do okay. we ride at dawn or can we? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Zack is just trying to determine if we can do some recon or not. You, you can do some research. We need to plan this damn thing. Right. It doesn't have to be done today, but it does need to be done in the next three days. Sounds like a plan to
2: make a plan. A
0: plan to plan. I need to
2: have a plan to work with.
0: did you end up going to space with no plan? That
2: was easy. Accidentally. (laughs)
0: And then have a problem doing this.
3: Well, the only people we were likely to kill in that scenario were ourselves, so that's a little different. All right. We'll ruin our own lives, but we're not trying to ruin other people's if we can avoid it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Run we're we're gonna there. make the scaffolding. Yes. And and like accept accept certain assumptions, like, okay, assuming we know that this is how I this think, will go. Yeah. yeah, This is what we're gonna do.
2: Yes. Right. Assuming we can understand the battery, then we're planning on using it to blow up the Warforge production. All right.
0: Callie listens to that. She uses the, uh, the the spear end of her Urgrosh and writes in the snow. She writes a big B oh. and underneath it says, B squad, you're using your battery. So your job is to blow this damn thing up, right? Right. B for battery.
2: <laughs> B for battery. B for badass. Yes. B
4: for bitches. All right.
2: It might be good for us to also have some of those charges just in case. though. Okay. However many charges you think it would need. We've got 10. We've we'll we got see. ten. Let's just split them five and five.
0: We can allocate charges as we need them. Uh, so your job is finally to blow the damn thing up, right? Right. A squad and C squad.
2: Yes, yes. A squad
0: Or C and- C squad plus plus because we got some tagalongs. <laughs> yeah, C
2: plus plus. A C plus job is to scale the wall as we currently have it planned and then go down the cargo elevators. Mm-hmm to the prison level, and break Echo out.
4: And figure out which level is the prison level.
0: Briston asks, Are you saying that that's C-Squad, this break and Echo out? A and C, A C plus. We don't need two squads allocated for that. A-Squad's got it. A-Squad, Callie writes, Echo.
4: Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, then. That's fine. Whatever. C++, plus plus. your job is to... Make sure everybody gets out
4: safely. Like...
2: As you imagine who all you're trying to
0: get out safely, Grimton, I want you to give me a okay. religion check. 18? You're thinking about the process, Grimton, and the production of forge. And as you're thinking about what goes into a Warforged, you're reminded of the amethyst hearts that were found underneath the chest cavities and of course dwarven tradition claims that all dwarves turn to amethysts upon death and those amethysts as you're thinking about it presently are undoubtedly you think to yourself dwarves who have been killed in order to turn them into machines and their souls would still be trapped in those amethysts like a battery and if that's not disturbing enough, to you, Grimton,
3: I'm pretty disturbing.
0: You remember that the primary investigation guard, you know, the PIG, in delve deep, was tasked with incarcerating houseless dwarves and bringing them to Maldo Keep. And as you sit there on this Hawksbill Crag, looking out over the Valley of Kala at the... St- steam clouds generated by Maldo Keep planning to destroy the factory that creates the Warforged, you realize that you've got a whole lot of insoling fodder. That those are the innocents that need to be broken out beyond Echo. But there's an entire army of prisoners for C-Squad. To work on.
1: C Squad, arguably, your task is going to be the most important, the one that likely saves the most lives in the immediate future. There are chambers full of destitute dwarves down there, and if it wasn't for us, their lives, their souls would be turned into Warforged batteries. So once A Squad gets down there, finds and rescues Echo, And they let everyone else loose, you guide them out to safety. Save as many as you can. It may not be all of them, but try your best.
2: Do we want to wait for everyone to get out and then blow this thing? Or blow this thing
4: That was what I was thinking. (laughs) Cool. Because that way if so in that screw up with the big battery.
2: Yeah. That it's only us that gets Yeah. Bites the bullet. In that case, Grimton, why don't we have A squad or C squad, one of the two. I know you're not working together, Bristan. I know you're not working together. But, you know, you're kind of kind of working around the same area. Adjacent. Um, as each other. What if we just, like, ro- load a casting of, of sending into your ring? Aye. So that okay. way they can tell us whenever they get everyone out right as a signal as the signal they'll just be like yo grimton blow this joint and we'll blow it up okay
1: that works all right
2: honestly really the blowing it up could be a one-person job i could just go blow it up and everyone else can go help with the thing
4: well that assumes there's safety
2: the actual
3: act of blowing things up but like you gotta get there
4: and yeah, you gotta
2: get there by walking
3: through fire or whatever
4: Oh, you know, just well. And a bunch d- of unknowns. There
3: are, yeah, like this is a squad job, even if the main part is a single person job. You don't know what we're gonna in- encounter in there,
2: and whatever it is, you don't want to encounter it alone. I mean, it's just like a, like a engine, right? Like that's f- like a like a big forge.
4: Yeah, but. Uh, I think Alric is talking about the getting there part.
2: There's
3: enough unknown that. I feel like that's a squad. Once we get you in there, sure, we can leave you in and do
0: something <laughs> what? else, whatever. But. May I suggest remote detonators? Oh, y-
4: yeah. yes, 100%. I don't know how to do that, yes. Yeah.
3: Well, but, I mean, do we know. All- if that's not an option, Alaris can definitely. Uh, uh, do, do that job. Nose goes. <laughs> Nose, oh. <laughs> Me personally, I don't want to deal with this thing ever again, regardless of whether or not it exists anymore. Like, after this, I would like to wash my hands of this object.
4: No, I agree. If, if, if. Destroying the the place where the Warforger created here is going to achieve, you know, generally stopping the Warforged. And then we just have to go clean up some bits and pieces afterwards. Then we should get rid of it here.
0: So, says Callie, it seems like the first thing that needs to happen should be the thing that takes the longest. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Of course, which is that would the thing be... C Squad is doing. Exactly. C plus Squad, you're gonna to have to figure out how to get out a whole bunch of people. Now, provided that Takis, she says pointing, is protected or hidden for a couple of hours, there might be a way to set one end of a teleport here at the bivouac or somewhere else, I don't care, and build a ritual teleportation circle down there in the keep to get all these people out at once to try to get as many souls away from the keep as possible. That would also be useful for getting out Echo and for getting B Squad out.
2: So, the more I'm thinking about it, uh-huh. like, why are we going down this chimney at all?
4: <laughs> I thought that was the way to get in.
2: Why can't we just go down the elevator? Fair. I suppose we could go down the
4: elevator. I guess I thought the chimney idea came from trying to like not be seen as much. But if yeah, but we're cool with it, I would also rather use an elevator than a chimney.
2: So the reason to go down the chimney originally was A, yes, it would be stealthy. And B, it would be a good way to just go directly to the right thing to that the we're the trying source, to the up. Yeah. But the reason we were doing that at first was to cause a distraction to make it easier to go down the elevators for the other two parties. Mm. The problem with that is that we need the other two parties to already have done their thing before we blow the thing up. So it's not causing a distraction. So what we need to do instead is for us to be the distraction by going down the elevators first and causing a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus? Oh, yay. What do you think of when you think of a ruckus? We're going to go down one level to the factory level and we're going to just start doing stuff. That's not good. And we can all go in at the same time. So there's two elevators, right? So we go down one elevator to the factory level, start causing our ruckus, while they go down the elevator to the next level down or whatever level the factory or the prisoners are on, the echo level, and start clearing that out and hopefully we can make it to where everyone's distracted with us and then as they're all distracted with us we'll eventually get the signal from the the sending from the ring that hey we're all out of here and then we just go cool set this thing to blow and then we get out of there if
0: you're just going straight down to the factory level Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you
2: go down the chimney because i mean what's like then we just have to get out of the thing that we're in Like, to the outside? Like, what are we doing inside the chimney?
4: Going straight to the thing.
2: Like, is the factory level not the thing that we're trying to destroy?
0: Yes. It is. So why not go down the chimney? I'm not committed to the chimney, but...
4: sure sound like it.
2: So, I'm just saying, if you go down the chimney, right?
4: We're gonna get there too soon.
2: How do you cause a distraction from inside the chimney?
0: You go through the chimney to the factory
2: level. Oh,
4: yeah, and that's where you
0: cause oracles. You've basically what? taken a big elevator.
4: What? So what's, what's the, the
2: difference? difference between going through the chimney and going down the elevator, besides the fact that it's less hot?
0: All right, fine. I'll write you in for the elevator, whatever. Like I'm, I'm you. Just, I, just I'll just prove
2: it. <laughs> look. I'll like, prove
0: to you that I'm not committed to the uh, the chimney but, idea. Like
2: the reason the reason I am trying to avoid going down the elevator and going to the or going. Avoiding going down the chimney and going to the elevator instead is because I feel like there is safety in numbers. And us being there with squad A and C at the beginning means that we can more readily go through the part where I feel like there is going to be the most adverse forces, right? Where we take the elevators and go down and then start causing a ruckus. Where if we go through the chimney and squad A and C are just going down the courtyard system, then like... I guess if we go down the chimney, we can potentially. Okay, never mind. I'm back on chimney plan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you just—we just heard Zach in real
0: time convince himself of the plan. Kelly's taking the end of her eraser and like swiping out the snow and swiping out the snow, and we're trying to write stuff and then swiping it out, writing it, and, like erasing all her work. And, mm-mm. All right, Eventually, here's the writes... plan now.
2: Here's the plan now. We're gonna go down the chimney. Right. right, we're gonna go towards the factory level furnace area thing. Right. And then we're gonna blow a hole in the side of the factory furnace That'll thing.
4: distract them. Whoa.
2: Not not blow up the factory furnace this thing. This is like with a charge. Blow a hole yeah. in the side of the chimney with one yeah. charge. Which will cause a ruckus, but not blow anything up. And then we will Hopefully, that will cause a distraction, which will cause people to come down to the factory level from the top, which will then free up the elevators for them to use them to go to the lower levels.
0: Okay, so B-Squad goes in chimney,
2: right? Yes.
0: B-Squad causes ruckus on
2: factory floor.
0: Yes. Guides, theoretically, you do a good job, brings everybody to factory floor.
2: Yes, and then deep profit. Yeah, and hopefully maybe we hurt some guards or whatever with the with the explosion of a bunch of heat being released out that way.
0: So meanwhile, Wallaby is doing that. The yes. next team to go in is C C Squad. Right? Yes. Because C Squad has the job of breaking out the rest of the prisoners and setting the teleportation circle. Right.
2: Well, the teleportation circle takes, like, hours, right?
0: Right. So what do you suggest? Oh, we got more charges. Yeah. We could just run. Now, right. how big is this explosion that you're talking about? One charge. No, I meant the real explosion.
4: Oh. Uh, she says,
2: pointing at the battery. Very big. Moldo keep might not be standing anymore.
4: Like five decent. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would you be able to run away at a speed that also wouldn't take hours to clear... The radius of the magic. We don't know.
4: Wait, but how far underground are we detonating it? Because this goes underground, yes?
0: Grimton, how far down would you reckon the factory level is? It couldn't be too far
1: down. Maybe three or four levels below ground.
4: That's still a lot of... uh, That's still a lot of mass to soak up the energy.
2: Because the, the thing is, is I, I'm trying to avoid us having to cause a distraction for, like, two hours, because that seems like a lot harder to do than cause a distraction for, like, ten rounds. So,
0: <laughs> how about C Squad or Takis goes in first? Okay. Stealth. Like, we're talking the stealthiest stealth. Maybe Takas well, and Auril, and Auril not.
1: Do they only use dwarves for selling fodder? Yes. If he's just captive down there, then he's gonna be in a cell for however long. Until they get to him.
0: Tessataka saying, No, I look, I got a lot of stuff that I gotta use uh, to be able to do the teleportation circle. I need I can't be in a cell without my gear. <laughs> you think this is all innate magic? I'm flattered. It's not.
1: What if you swallow a bag of holding?
0: <laughs> I die. I choke to death because I can't breathe because I've swallowed a bag of holding.
4: You just didn't try hard enough. Sorry. Continue.
2: Is that
0: Sarah speaking (laughs) about it? Yes,
4: it's definitely Sarah.
2: Interesting. I wish that we had a better map, you know? (laughs)
4: yeah, like a full like eight level made by a
2: it's a great map. I love what we got. Architecture it's awesome. student with all it is really, really the great details. I love what we got so far. All right, fine.
0: We'll take a bit and we'll draw it out. A few minutes pass. You have a map drawn out for you. I will post this map, your listener on the advantage uh, patreon page um for ten dollars and up listeners.
4: Oh wow, this is impressive.
0: Isn't it? Jonah did great. This is
3: so cool. We paid good Jordan money for labor this. I appreciate and
2: interrogation it. and soling fodder. So that's okay. So they're on two different sides. Hi.
4: Wow, you had to draw all this in the snow.
2: <laughs> so we're going all the way to the bottom level. Correct. So it's just infinitely better to go down the chimney. Yes. Ah. Okay, I didn't know we had to go to the bottom level. I thought it was like factory level, prison level.
0: Oh, like factory level is on top, subterranean.
2: Yeah, Got like it. was no. minus one. That's what I was go- working with the whole
4: time. Cargo. Mine. Chamber. Oh.
2: And that's why this is important. So. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we definitely want to go down to the chimney, and this gives a pretty clear layout, which is awesome, because what we can do. Potentially. Is what if... Can we teleport in? How far down are each of these levels, do you think?
4: Um, you Mm. could... Ask... The math is on there.
3: The math is is not on there vertically. No, it's not, but
4: like... Oh, no, you're right. You're right. It is wide. It's width, not height.
3: Yeah. Like... We can get, like, yeah, how, how big the rooms are. I feel like there is there is a pretty standard level, or, like, standard number for, like, room height I that mean, we
1: can use, in like, stories. Let's do, I'm, f- for, I'm gonna Google it. for
0: something like this, where it's subterranean and the f- the, the layers between the the floors are going to have to be, like, really thick to carry the mass of stuff going on. Yeah, uh-huh. like 20
4: um, like uh-huh. I was thinking like an, 15 versus an average like like residential Google
3: Yeah, I just googled the the height of a story in a building is based on ceiling height, floor thickness and building materials with a general average of about 14 feet All right. Here is
2: my current plan. Okay. And if anyone else wants to chime in, you're more than welcome to, obviously. You're always. the idea guy. You're always welcome That's to. That's your job. In, you know. Um All right. So you see on floor minus one, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, arsenal slash storehouses.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Um. All right. With the spell Dimension Door, I can teleport myself from my current location to any other spot within the range, which is five hundred feet, so pretty long range, and arrive at exactly the spot I desire. It can be a place you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating a distance and direction such as 200 feet straight downward or upward to the northeast at a 45 degree angle, 300 feet. Right? You can bring along objects as long as their weight doesn't exceed what you can carry. You can also bring along one willing creature of your size or smaller who is carrying gear up to this carrying capacity. So, I feel like if there was a place that Wasn't used as much as other places, especially whenever they're at a skeleton crew. It'd probably be the Arsenal slash Storehouses area. That tracks. So, I feel like that would be a prime place for me to teleport Takas into. So Takas could put the teleportation circle in the Arsenal slash Storehouses area. I don't know. Because, like, part of me feels like we could just, like, teleport down... To the insoling fodder area, bar the little doorway right there, and just put a teleportation circle there and save all the insoling fodder like right then. Yeah. You know, like, like Takus and Takas and I just
4: just go 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 go.
2: Just yeah, and just teleport them all out of there. Um, Targa says. I'm a little discouraged that you don't
0: think that I'm powerful enough to also have Dimension Door and also get myself there.
2: Well, I didn't- I just don't want to assume what spells you have.
0: No, I appreciate you making it to where I don't have to use that spell slot,
2: so... I mean, if you want a Dimension Door yourself places, that's fine. No, it's
0: better I use my magic for other teleporty stuff.
2: Or if you want to take a buddy with you that's not me, if you want another buddy, um, like Marge or something, I understand. You can do that and I'll go with squad B like I was planning on. i was planning on doing that anyway. But that would cause me to have the dimension door twice, the dimension door to leave you there, and dimension door out. Um, <laughs> I'll bring all real. Alright, you bring all real. You guys do that, and then you when you finish the teleportation circle you can just come back, and then we can just You can use the teleportation circle to get in there. You can take everyone in there that way and you won't have to use the cargo elevators at all. For like as in like from the ground level. Which is the most dangerous part. Ugh, that um,
0: advanced team is gonna be forever. Okay. Okay. We can do that. It's workable. is nine is head. It's 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 scaffolding. The snow it's scaffolding. Is starting.
4: Honestly, that's honestly, what we need. The snow's starting to make <laughs> the the maps fade anyway, so
3: Anyone who's played a tabletop RPG will say that they're unlike any other medium available. The experiential possibilities are endless, and that's what we're here to examine. Welcome to Dragonmind, a tabletop discussion podcast brought to you by Incendium D&D. We're here to look through the infinite lenses of TTRPGs to discover our best selves through gaming. Gaming doesn't have to just be an escape, it can help revolutionize your reality.
4: Available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
0: Why didn't you just have A-Team do it? We were on our way. On yeah. our way. Wait, pause. Pause, pause, pause. That was also A-Team admitting that they were A-Team. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> a hey. To bring um, matter up. Um, yep. Yesy, before we get into this, uh, do you have that document up in front of you? The document designed by your friend jonah Chaplin, jonah uh cu- go ahead and unmute yourself for a second i'm gonna cut all this out go ahead and unmute yourself turn on your camera um <laughs> we owe you innumerable amounts nobody else except for grim or for, except for uh, yes he has seen this uh document to which we refer so this is their first time knowing about it
1: where did you share that with me
0: uh i think i th- shared it with you on discord i think it was just a group message or uh, like a personal message yeah i'm, I'm very
3: very curious to see
0: where this is going mm-hmm. and like a little horrified a little scared it
1: was sitting right it was sitting right there yeah
0: jonah i want to go ahead and get that thank you out of the way so that we can continue on <laughs> i love you you did great uh i'm proud of the work you've done you're worth every cent um you come highly recommended please put it on your resume um and go back on mute. I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. What, bye. Is it? what is it?
4: When can we know? So, uh,
0: it'll it'll be of reference for you later. Um later. who knows when? It could be tonight, it could be a different night. Um a couple of these pages from the document that we are referring to, and I will place them into the DPN or the the Advantage Patron Secrets. Yay for your merriment ew. and eww Ew, ew.
4: Oh my gosh.
0: So, um yeah, you can tell that like Jonah is a professional, and that Jonah <laughs> is an architecture student who knows what they're doing. Wow, oh, that is really cool. Yeah, and this is this is two of literally eight pages of this. So. The, the first is an elevation view. That's as if you're looking um, from, I think, I think Lilo, the right? east wall. Yeah, from, uh, yeah, from, like from the view of the ground. Yeah, um, The tall donjon there uh, in the middle. Uh, all the various flanking towers and what are they called? Uh, uh there on the outside. And then the second of the two... The floor plan of the ground level. You can see the parallelogrammy overall shape. That's very really cool. Numbers five uh, on the top right and bottom left are the gates that lead through eventually into the inner bailey. You can see what's going on there. So that's what we're working with.
4: Wow. What cursing bot? Cursing bot has Xed out like three Hold different on. things. What right did cursing now?
0: bot get you on? What did cursing cursing about get you on?
3: Bitches be tripping.
0: Is that what you said? And it's hilarious. What's what did it's it's You d- you did you did say be, be for bitch and ride. So, yeah.
4: bitchin is not a cuss word <laughs> when it's an adjective. Bitchin. It's a descriptor.
3: The the way the way Sarah said that was like bitchin', bitchin', bitch. Like, like, bitch. <laughs> like the, right. the, the the tone carried the word bitch after it.
0: Like bitchin', bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So. So yeah, I just the, realized that going down the chimney is very Santa Claus-esque. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. just a side. <laughs> it is. So, we are a Santa! I hadn't really thought so about
4: it. It, I was like, what New if it's too name. hot? But I also was like, it's a D&D podcast, so I'll suspend, yeah.
0: Oh, we we well, we, we have already anti-fire potions. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was already discussed, sir. Keep oh. going. Yeah. Um, well,
2: so- It's a like D&D podcast, the,
3: Sarah, you were right. That's the real world solution is like, oh yeah, we
0: have anti-fire <laughs> spells, silly. Ian, for, uh, for the inspiration episode that we're gonna do, I want you to be involved with this because, uh, and, the, and I want you to remind me of this because I'm going to forget it because I'm gonna get distracted. In the previous, the most recent Dragonmind episode, you specifically were talking about knowns and unknowns, and we don't like the idea of there being an unknown and you want it to, uh, us, us wanting to like complete something, which is why, for example, uh, player characters generally kill combatants rather than knock them out or take them as prisoner or whatever. And I'm getting a big flashback of this, of we don't know how this works, and so we might not do it. <laughs> because the party doesn't like unknown. So this is just a, that's an aside, we're going to table that conversation for later. Um, thank you, Dragonmind. Uh, thank you, Ian, and thank you, John.
2: elevators first and causing a ruckus could you describe the ruckus yeah what what do you what do you think of when you think of a ruckus we're gonna go down one level to the factory level and we're gonna just start doing stuff i'll be honest
3: that that was a uh knee-jerk movie reference that happens every time anyone uses the word ruckus it is from the breakfast club Mm. it is when the principal comes in and he's like what was all that ruckus and they're like could you describe
0: the ruckus <laughs> <laughs> it's been a it's long very, time since very things, but...
3: tongue-in-cheek
4: moment more like a lot of ass ha ha Ass also has mass that can soak up energy